0: many of us have dedicated ourselves to creating our peace with the process along the way circumstances and events will come up that either add to or take from that endeavor my wife and i had our firstborn son lincoln wayne gann on june 2nd 2021 and i started this series titled a father's perspective to share the process of parenthood and how we navigate our ability to continue creating peace day in and day out if you're a father or mother soon to be or have been three times over, I hope that hearing about our ups and downs and tips and tricks brings value to you and your family. Let's get started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of A Father's Perspective, a Friday series that I'm doing now on the Peace with the Process podcast. Now, You may have listened to the last Friday perspective, or I'm sorry, last Father's perspective that I released last Friday with my beautiful wife on the episode. And you probably heard us talk about how we just couldn't cram it all into one episode, so we've got to have her back on the podcast. All right, but seriously, we do have to kind of speed through this one because we have a sleeping baby in the living room. And if he bursts out in tears any moment, It'll pretty much ruin our podcast. So (laughs) we got him down. We got him asleep. Let's try and knock out this podcast. And guys, please bear with me. I do have a little bit of allergies. Uh, I'm going to do my best to work through that. So I'll see if I can just get my wife talking for the most part, which is going to be the goal today. (laughs) All right. So where we picked uh, or where we left off on the last episode was you said that it was a sentence to summarize what it's been like to be as a mother. And I believe you said something along the lines of, you hate to say it, but it's been normal. Yes. All right, tell us a little bit about how it's been to be a mother for the last month and a half.
1: Okay, so it has been pretty normal, and that's... <laughs> Our dog you is snoring. You can hear dog snoring in here. <laughs> um, so it has been normal and it's i say that because maybe it's because he's a really good baby or we were mentally and i guess physically prepared but we just i don't feel like our lives have shifted that much so to where i feel like chaos like we mm-hmm. haven't i haven't really gone through chaos at, since having him now I mean things have changed yeah but not drastically it's not like our world flipped upside down everything that I did before I can pretty much do just with a baby
0: yeah I I pretty much feel the same way a lot of times I just strap him to my chest with that tactical baby gear uh, vest that I've got and just have him go right along with me a lot of times that's what gets him to fall asleep actually Mm -hmm. it's getting him moving around all right how was the first week
1: first week was um, a learning curve really the first three days were the learning curve because after we got it like after we got it down our child is such a creature of habit that it made everything since then pretty easy at least for us because I mean day one there was there was absolutely no schedule There were, we had nothing planned and people were holding him he slept all day and that's great and then at night it was just he was up he didn't want to sleep he was cranky we didn't really have a formula of how to get him back to sleep or how to um really navigate through that and so the first night was rough and then the second day i remember we woke up and you were just like today we get him on a schedule and so we practiced every two hours. We would, at the time, we would feed him and then change his diaper and then put him to sleep. Feed him, change his diaper, put him to sleep. Like clockwork. And I remember my midwife saying, I think it was like day three or four, his checkup. And I told her, I was like, yeah, he's on this, this schedule. Every, he sleeps for four hours straight at night. And I think that was starting day three. So yeah, and she was like, oh. I mean, it's great that he's on a schedule. Typically, we don't recommend that until, like, two months just because the first two months are so crazy and a newborn doesn't really latch onto a schedule as quickly. And I'm like, oh, well, our kid totally did because (laughs) he is very much on schedule. And since then, he's just kind of grown those four hours stretched to five hours and six hours. And several times this past week, he slept, what, eight, nine-hour stretches? Yeah. We put him down at... 7 or 8 and then he didn't wake up until like 5 in the morning so I mean he's really got the the scheduling now (laughs) so that first week was kind of learning that schedule, learning what he likes, learning what he doesn't like he does not like mittens, he does not like socks he does (laughs) like swaddles and so
0: yeah, you can totally hear him in the Mm -hmm. background now I'm sure, that's all right. he will cry himself to sleep here in just a moment,
1: that sounds so sad he is fed and he is clean, he is happy, <laughs> He's just very tired and has not napped all day long. Too. That
0: is the only battle that we, that we sometimes have around this house is the fact that uh, he can just be upset for a little while. Mom hates for him mm-hmm. to be upset for too long, and um, Dad usually doesn't, doesn't play games, so mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll let you sit there and, and cry it out. You've been fed, you've been, you know, uh, what diaper changed? Sometimes we swaddle them. Now that he's getting older, we don't have to swaddle them as much. And that's pretty much the only things that that need to checklist off. And as long as I've hung out with him a little bit of it, you know, hey, you know you're not alone. Right. And I'll even sit there by him and be like, look, dude, you just got to lay down and Mm -hmm. you'll be all right. See, he's subsided. He's found his his thumb. He's probably found his thumb. (laughs) Starting to self-suit as well. (laughs) What are some tips you would have for some first-time moms based on. what you encountered in the first
1: month? Um, well, first time moms, I would say get your postpartum kit together Mm -hmm. and make sure you have it very stocked so you aren't running to the store or making someone else go to the store for you. Um, I'm just going to say adult diapers are going to be your best friend for a About a week to two weeks it's just a thing and that's okay it just makes things very easy and so yeah I have that stocked and and like I just had a basket on the back of our toilet so I didn't have to go and dig under a counter or in a cabinet it was just there and then for first-time parents in general I would say just be ready to try things until you figure out what works best for your baby, like I went into things with just like absolutely no pacifiers. Like I don't want pacifiers because I want to breastfeed and I don't want there to be confusion. And I even bought pacifiers that resembled my nipple the best. <laughs> um, can I say that? She's name? an awkward <laughs>
0: <most>. <laughs> I Yes, you could say okay. that. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, to resemble mine the best that I could in case he did want it. And that is his, I mean, that's his favorite one, but, yeah. and he took it, he took a pacifier pretty consistently for the first few weeks, maybe the first mm-hmm. month. And then I don't give him the pacifier as much as you do. Right. And so he's kind of weaned off of it. Like he's like, I don't care for it. I mean, yeah. he'll take it every now and then, like he had it in the car, but that's so just be prepared to deviate from your original plan for sure. And and be flexible. The whole sleep when the baby sleeps that that works, but better advice is sleep when somebody else is watching your baby cuz <laughs> you cannot you're not going to sleep when the baby sleeps. You got to you've got dishes, if, especially if you are, you know, you've got your spouse working or if you're a single parent. Or if both parents are working, like, you really can't sleep when the baby sleeps, so invite people over. There are tons of people out there that want to hold your baby. <laughs> it's just it's just truth. You've got aunts, uncles, true. you know, your parents, grandparents, everybody wants to hold that baby, so mm-hmm. invite them over. Yes. And take a nap.
0: Definitely. <laughs> take advantage of the fact that they're probably holding back from how much they would prefer to come over and see that baby, than what you're actually seeing. Mm-hmm. Um that's you know, that's if you have a similar situation as to what we have. I know some people out there aren't blessed as, as we are to have uh, you know, all the family members and things like that, as as well as many of them being uh very close to home. Um, but just, you know, take I don't wanna say take advantage, i'll take advantage of your friends and family, but <laughs> kind of do. Um, you know, I mean they're your friends and family and if you're gonna let them be around your kids then they need to be open. To the concept of uh, of hanging out with them for a little while, you know, hopefully, you've already figured out the kind of people that you are willing to keep relationships with in your kids' lives. Uh, take that into consideration as well. Fortunately, we made those decisions probably very, very, very long ago. Based on where where we were at, uh, just in our maturity and as adults, you know, we didn't really have uh, friendships from from before we started going to church and just, you know, making drastically different decisions than what we had been uh, back then, so, you know, and that just happens as naturally with any uh, friends, and in some cases you may come across uh, family members. Fortunately, we haven't had to have a situation like that come up, Um, but of course there's some that I think I've used the term before, we love them from a distance, Um, but that just means that they don't show much interest in coming around, and we are just alright with that and we, we love them when we see them type thing so we understand everybody's family dynamic is going to be a little different but with that being said let's see what do you feel has been the biggest challenge
1: mm, I know this one okay <laughs> <laughs> my schedule the baby we can get him on a schedule very easy he's like his dad yep Blake as you know very emphasis on the very schedule oriented but me I've never really been one on a schedule and I found that I do I had to put myself on some sort of schedule with him and I was talking to a friend yesterday or a day or so ago and um, like it kind of I kind of said it without even thinking about it but I told her I was like yeah now I feel like myself and I had to like realize I was like oh well, I, I felt like myself the whole time, but now I feel like, for example, it's hard to explain. So for example, Lincoln will sleep in the mornings until almost noon. Like sometimes I have to go wake him up and, and that's pretty consistently whether or not he's sleeping all the way through or I have to go and feed him and then put him back in his bed. He'll sleep until late morning. And before I was like, Oh, I can just lay in bed. I can do whatever. And then. I would just, I mean, weeks went by and I would not eat breakfast, I wouldn't brush my hair, I would maybe brush my teeth, in a hur- I mean, i definitely brush my teeth, but I would do it in a hurry, <laughs> or I would kind of run downstairs and be like, walk. And like, here, hold him for a minute, I gotta get myself put together, and I gotta eat breakfast, and I wouldn't do anything until noon or one o'clock, and so I had mentioned that, and of course, my very schedule-oriented husband... He was like, well, when do you think the best time for all of that would be? When do you think (laughs) would be the best time throughout your day? Because I was like, oh, I want to do this, and I would like to do this and get this done. He's like, well, based on Lincoln's schedule, I'm like, oh, I know what you're going to say. You don't even have to say it.
0: I didn't say it. I asked questions.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) and so it worked that, yeah, it worked. So knowing that he sleeps until late morning around 8 is whenever I feed him for the I guess the first time in the morning, seven or eight is whenever I feed him and put him back down to bed. And so that's whenever I brush my teeth and if I need to get ready, if I know I'm gonna do something in the day, that's whenever I get ready for the day. I go downstairs, eat breakfast, get myself collected. Now I have my time of prayer during that time and getting stuff ready for homeschooling that starts the school year and just things that I needed to get done, I would get them done. And then by the time I'm finished, and i'm looking at the monitor i'm like okay I'm, I'm ready for him to be awake then i think he he knows and he starts waking up hmm. and so that's been going on for about a week and it has helped a ton i'm able to get my day going and then i'm really not as tired throughout the day
0: no imagine. Way.
1: i know
0: but she still naps all day long don't let her don't let her confuse you okay maybe not all day long i
1: take a nap
0: a, a 2 hour nap
1: a luxurious
0: nap <laughs> <laughs> I take a two hour nap and I have a panic attack <laughs> not true I have. I am very tired here lately though I will say for me that's one thing that I um, obviously I told you guys I had decided to take over the midnight feedings well I used to operate off of about 6 hours and 45 minutes worth of sleep now I've done some reading and I found that I've been being a bit um Probably, probably just ignorant to the facts, like the concept that some people can operate off of less sleep, some people can operate off of, or you know should operate off of more sleep. Um, I think once I kind of took a look at some of the things that were lining up to my day, like for instance having to take a nap in the afternoon, that kind of goes back to the needing uh, needing more sleep on a regular basis, unless you over sleep like my wife, and then you're just in a constant state wow. of tired. <laughs> I'm and you get 10 that hours of sleep a night don't you yeah. yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that you
1: think this beauty comes from
0: the- <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I shifted my schedule to make sure that i'm getting uh close to eight hours of sleep so i i go to the time that i go to bed and the time that i wake up is eight hours i take a 30 minute chunk out of that for whenever i do the midnight feeding for lincoln whenever he wakes up in the middle of the night and That's been definitely helping. But another thing is, is we just moved into this house. And so if I'm not relieving my wife of uh, our son and kind of just hanging out with him and letting her get some things done or walk around and, you know, just that way she doesn't have her super, you know, alertness on and she knows, okay, he's with dad He's good. Uh, Then I'm doing all kinds of things right. We were getting it into order for the first month. We were doing all kinds of things. And uh, now here lately I've moved from the inside of the house to the outside of the house doing lots of things. And uh, it's all with this heightened awareness of, you know, I, I want to have things done quickly or things done well. So that, um, you know, so, that they're, so that they're always taken care of and that there's this there's consistency in mind of, uh, of well-keptness. And uh, I've had to kind of relax with that and basically allow myself to get the rest that I need. I know sometimes that can happen in your situation as well, in terms of just making sure that you rest when you need to rest.
1: Right. Well, I've always been good at resting when I need to rest. That's true.
0: She is the rester. Maybe I take notes from her from time to time.
1: (laughs) I've never ignored my body's need for (laughs) rest.
0: All right, so our son is awake, obviously, in the background. Uh, we've gone pretty decently well in this particular episode. This is actually going to be the last weekly episode that we do. We're going to move to a month to month episode for the uh, Father's Perspective uh, podcast episodes, just simply because there's only so much that I can tell you about week to week to week as he gets a little bit older. But I'll be able to pack in a little bit more in a single episode when we move. Uh, to a month-to-month with this particular series. So I wanted to make sure to announce that, but before we leave off on this episode, I want to ask you, what has been the most rewarding thing of being a mother for this month?
1: When he smiles.
0: <laughs> when he smiles.
1: <laughs> yeah, whenever there's this time during the day, usually around noon when he's ready to be up for the day, and he's been fed, he's well-rested, he's changed. He's changed. And I just sit him up in my lap, and he just puts this big smile on his face and tries to talk to me, and he's working on his oohs and ahs right now mm-hmm. as hard as we try for Dada yeah. and Mama. Yeah, I sure did. His oohs and ahs, that's where he's at. <laughs> and he's just got this big old gummy smile. and that, he does. That makes all the crying and dirty diapers <laughs> totally worth it.
0: I agree. I agree. There's definitely a science to how this works out. God definitely knew what He was doing when He uh, created this entire process, from the birthing process to the you know to the different uh, chemical changes that go on there in terms of hormones and in terms of just you know from a mother's perspective of just you know the love that she has for this child and you know, the father the same way. Well, not the same way. <laughs> Definitely not the same way. But with the father, there's you know there's a there's a, a there's a an endearment that maybe we haven't experienced before. I think I talked a little bit about that on one of the episodes where I talk about how much I love my wife. But if there ever was a question of who I would jump in front of the bullet for, I have to tell you, sweetheart. It'd be my son instead of you.
1: I would probably be mad if you
0: jumped in. See, and, I, and I said that. So. I, I, believe, I believe I absolutely <laughs> said that at this I think she'd be mad if, if I chose you instead of instead of him. I said, you've lived a long life. You know, the whole movie scene moment. She's lived a long enough life. <laughs> Just let her She's go. got a
1: whole life in front of him. That's
0: right. Well, all right, guys. We are going to relieve this mother of this <laughs> podcast so that she can go and tend to... The young man and we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the father's perspective well we got the mother's perspective the last two episodes uh just another as i mentioned one more time we are going to go to a monthly episode after this so keep your eyes peeled for when we do do this doo-doo <laughs> <laughs> so when we do these uh episodes again the next one will be next month so it will come out in august so keep your eyes peeled for that i'll be sure to put out some teasers and we will continue to keep you updated on how this journey is going. We're excited. And I know some of you are too. Whether that's whether you're trying to become parents, have been parents two, three times over, or it's not even on your radar, but you're getting some good laughs from everything that's going on here. So, <laughs> all right, let's let this mom go and relieve this baby. And uh, <laughs> we will see you all on the next episode. Take care.